Thank you for listening. This is Brett Trainer, the founder and your host for Hardwired for Growth, a podcast where we strive to help early stage entrepreneurs and business owners not only grow their businesses, but scale them. We do this by having conversations with industry experts and the founders who have successfully scaled their own businesses. Each episode will provide actionable strategies and tactics. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know that I usually have discussions with guests. Today, I'm kicking off what we are calling the Lessons in Growth series. These will be shorter, mostly solo episodes where I focus on a specific topic or an area of growth and go a little bit deeper. In today's episode, I take a deeper dive into the power and really a competitive advantage that data and analytics can offer startups and how to think about and how to get started. I hope you enjoyed the new segment. We will still have the longer form interviews every Tuesday going forward. Now, on to the intro. Welcome back. You're listening to Hardwired for Growth, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners who are looking for sustainable and scalable growth strategies, led by your host, Brett Trainer. Welcome back to the show. As I mentioned in the intro, this is the first in a new weekly series where I do a deeper dive into a single topic. This could be something top of mind in the news or questions I get from my customers or audience. Feel free to shoot me a note if there's a specific topic that you'd like me to cover. Up first is why data and analytics could be a superpower for startups. I recently posted a blog on KPIs and it got me thinking about the bigger picture for startups and the potential. I read this stat recently, 56%, that's 56% of startups rarely or infrequently check their business's data, while 3% have never looked at it all. You know, my third thought is what? (laughs) And there's just no way. I understand that you're busy, you're not doing things, but, you know, I think about it from an analogy I'll use as a doctor. Would a doctor make a diagnosis without data? And as a business owner, why would you not leverage one of the greatest assets that you have to make better decisions? You know, this day and age, there's more data available, you know, to the businesses than ever before. Legacy businesses and, you know, more on the enterprise side really struggled and in many cases still do. Their data was a mess. It was housed in multiple databases. Customer records were duplicated, incomplete information. It was really hard to get good data to make decisions. And when executives don't have the good data, they don't trust the data, they're not going to make decisions with it. Thus, you know, more gut or intuition type of decisions. And there's nothing wrong with using experience and your gut at times, but the more data that you have, the better you know, the decision making is going to be, you know, I'm oversimplifying this, but this is where I think startups have a real advantage. It's not too late to either clean up your data, or if you're really just starting out to start capturing your data, at the end of the day, you want a 365 degree look at your customer during their lifetime. Think about that from when they're a prospect and just starting to engage either with your website or with yourself all the way through, you know, post implementation and then when they finally, you know, churn or no longer are using your products or services, it's not as hard as it used to be. And with the, the, the cost of technology really coming down, cloud computing, cloud storage, there's really no excuses to, to not capture this data. You know, historically, you know, business intelligence, you probably heard that buzzword, you know, a number of years ago, 
uh, or BI as it's referred, was really a reactionary tool and, you know, looking back at records that, that businesses were keeping. And it was better than no data, but there's a lot of flaws when you're looking at historical data without context. There can be some biases built in, depending on what you're doing when you're making making those decisions. But, you know, the future is here and it's, you know, rapidly becoming more available to, to businesses of all sizes. And that's, you know, really on, you know, AI. So if you think about business intelligence, you're looking back, AI is really starting to look, take the data points, right? It could be linear, it could be nonlinear, and using regression on the data points to make predictions on, you know, what's going to happen in the future. Is it perfect? Obviously not. But the more data you have, the better decisions you're going to be able to make. You know, if you think about what many people think of AI, they think, oh, it's image recognition, you know, that, you know, Google will be able to pick out the images or text analytics uh, like Watson was doing with IBM or language processing. While those are all really cool and exciting technology breakthroughs, the real power in business is going to come from data. And that's when we get into AI. And like I said, I think there's been a lot of misconceptions about what AI is, but it's really about taking, you know, math equations that were developed in the 50s and the 60s and applying them to data points within your business. I I mentioned linear regression before, but now AI is able to take, you know, a thousand different data points, you know, in nonlinear fashion and create, you know, algorithms to help make better predictions on on where your business is, is going. And I know that sounds like, well, maybe if I'm an enterprise business, this is where I should be focused. And, and quite honestly, it's, you know, for businesses of all sizes. Now, if you're just getting started and you have 10 customers or 12 customers, you know, you probably can do a lot of the analysis, you know, in Excel or by hand. But as that number starts to scale and you're bringing more people on board, more customers, more prospects, the ability to have machine learning help you make better decision makes sense of that data. And when you think about your, your organization, absolutely there's opportunity in supply chain, but obviously this show is focused on growth and around your customers. So, you know, a couple of examples, if you think about it from a prospect world and engagement with, you know, your social channels and your website and the people that are engaging with your content, you know, it's really going to help you better understand what messages and messaging is resonating with with prospects. So it'll help you be better with what you're creating from a content standpoint, from an offer standpoint, etc. Secondarily, from a conversion standpoint, historically, if you had prospects coming through the funnel, right, you probably heard the term marketing qualified lead or sales qualified lead. And you know, with with the advent of AI, you're going to get better and smarter information about who are the lo- most likely prospects to convert. That way, with limited resources, you're applying it towards those prospects that are further along in the funnel, are, you know, ready to make a purchase or at least ready to have a, a deeper conversation about, you know, your products or services. Then you think about, you know, what most people think of as Amazon or Netflix with, with the upsell and cross-sell. But as your customer base continues to grow, and it would be interesting to see, you know, customers that bought products A and B also brought, bought products C and D or bundled into this service. And then last but not least, which I think may be one of the most underappreciated, but could be the most critical aspect is churn, 
right? If you're losing customers, wouldn't it be incredibly helpful if you understood who your most at risk customers are and you could proactively work with them versus trying to, you know, win back or buy them back after, after you had lost them. So, so those are definitely a few of the applications but like I had mentioned, the majority of the startups when you're starting aren't going to have enough data points where that makes sense. You can do that by hand. But again, take the time now to set up your data infrastructure, capture your data. And even if it's as, you know, you're using a marketing automation, customer relationship management or a CRM and an ERP, make sure you're getting the data clean from the beginning. There's third parties that can help you do this. But in the long run, it's going to help you become much more efficient, help you make much better decisions, even though it may not seem like a big deal now. Again, storage costs are cheaper and they're continuing to drop all the time. So again, my, my two cents, and I think you can get, see where I'm leaning, is you know, there's a lot of value in the data. And if you're going to run, you know, like I talked about in the KPIs, if you can't measure it, you can't report it. And if you can't report it, you can't get better on it. So again, number one, first theme is take control of your data and leverage it to make better decisions. You know, I'd love to hear back from you on this topic. Drop me a note. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Hardwired for Growth. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit brettrainer.com. That's B-R-E-T-T followed by his last name, T-R-A-I-N-O-R dot com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.